Are you in need of horror collectibles and memorabilia? Look no further than Nightmare Toys. You can find them online at NightmareToys.com and on all social media at Nightmare Toys, the official store of THN News and the Horror Basement Podcast. Check them out. Whispers in the Walls is a collection of original ghost stories that range from haunting to humorous. Spun from the minds of the writing team at Tennessee Hornos, these ghostly yarns will transport you to small town America and to the depths of the past and neighboring dimensions. In these pages, you will find haunted objects, potential spirits, and other worldly horrors. What you won't find is anything you've ever read before. Includes new original stories from Isaac Thorne, Bryce Gibson, Dan Lee, Yeti, Angela McNichols, and Tyler Dean. Available at Lulu.com, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. Get your copy now. Hi, I'm Bill Mosley, and you're in the horror basement. <laughs> We have had a doozy of a day. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Welcome to the Horror Basement. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny. We got Jim Jam and Yeti here with us. Jim Jam here. Hey, hey, hey. And we're serving up horror all over the land like biscuits and gravy, baby. Yes, it has been a while. Been a while. It's been a while. It's so goddamn good to be doing this show again. Yes, man. Yes, man, it is. this this is like I don't know. It's like vacation for me. I fucking love it. It's Christmas. Going to be Christmas later this week. Uh, so on this week, we're talking about Christmas movies. Uh, yeah, man. Christmas, y'all. Krampus. We're going to review Krampus. We. We haven't done it, and we started in 2015, and we haven't reviewed Krampus in five years. <laughs> yeah. And it's like wow. the, the fucking big Christmas movie. Uh, I watched Alien Christmas on Netflix, the animated short film, or, well, short story. I don't know if it's short. It's 40 minutes. And uh, also, Creepshow Holiday Special. Ooh, on Shudder, exclusively on Shudder. Uh, got a little bit of news. And have a question, but uh, first off, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. We uh, thank you for listening. If you're taking the time out, I uh, hope you have a great Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, whatever you celebrate, whatever you do, we hope you enjoy it. All right? Yeah, man. I hope you have a good time with whoever whatever. you want to be with, whatever you're doing. I hope it's a good time. Whatever you want to celebrate. Uh, uh, Jim Jam, uh, we're just jumping into this news. He said that uh, Danielle Harris has a calendar that she's going to have and that she'll sign for you. And it's going to be $100. A hundred big calendar. Which, I mean, she does charge like, what, 30 to $50 per photo? Like, you know, whatever yeah. you want to call them. I don't know what they're, they're so, so, I mean... Really? In essence, you're getting a deal if you're already in that market anyway. Yeah, you're getting a deal, and you can look yeah, at yeah, it yeah. that way. You know, so if, you're, if you're already in that market, but does she sign each individual one though? See, yeah, so that's what it says. What it and, says. Well, I mean, I imagine she signs the front of it with the person. Yeah, well, hey, you know. Well, you, you know, and I mean, it would be a cool collector's edition uh, thing to have. I mean, especially if you're like, I don't, I don't know. When I think of like girly calendars, I think of like garages and shit. Yeah, I don't know. So if you like, if you're models like models and all that. Yeah, like a Sports Illustrated calendar or whatever. You don't just hang that in your fucking house. I mean, but if it, if you're a horror guy and you've got a garage or a workshop or something, it'd be great if you need to know what day it is. Yeah, or yeah, I mean, it would be even if you have like an office set up with, uh, you know, horror merch, and you have a calendar with a beautiful woman on it that's in horror. Like, I mean, if you got the cash, yeah. hey, I, I ain't yeah, going to yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's a good. 
She's a good looking motherfucker to me, but yeah, know, yeah. Daniel Harris is a bad motherfucker. I mean, oh, yeah. she's super talented too. Don't want, don't want to like objectify or anything. Like she's super talented. She's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> but also, special announcement: the THM calendar coming soon, featuring us three. Just like last year, uh, <laughs> if you pay us. Uh, with okay, Daniel Harris is charging a thousand. We're not quite on that level. Okay. So if you pay us twenty four ninety five, we won't send you a horror basement nudie calendar. Oh yeah. my god! You don't want to see it. And 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 just to clarify, uh, fellas, it's just us. <laughs> it's just the three of us. Angela's not involved in the calendar. We couldn't coordinate the photo shoot with COVID and everything. So it's just us. So, I mean, twenty four ninety five, and you won't see all this. I mean, this, is, this isn't a hostage situation. It's a business venture. <laughs> we will accept uh, four payments of $5. Yeah. I mean, you that, finance. You got, you're, we'll, we'll cut it down. You know, no, no, I don't know. It'll be five payments, five, but I fucked up the math on that. Anyway. No, it's fine. Twenty four ninety five. I mean, if you pay it up, it's just like anything else. You pay it up front, you're going to pay less than you, you, you find it. If you can't afford it. Yeah, that'll work out better. Yeah, yeah, six, pay, six payments of $5. You'd be good. You know, financing fees. We got to pay the bank. We got to pay Uncle Sam, you know. I mean, shit. Yeah. yeah. Got to you know, make sure you get them W-2s, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, before we get moving, um, I'm going to suggest, I was going to suggest this for next year, but why don't we do like a Christmas in July? And uh, I didn't realize how many fucking Krampus movies there are, but like Tubi or was it Tubi or, yeah, Tubi or Pluto, one of them, whatever, Roku channel, they had like five of them, five fucking Krampus movies, but none of them were the 2015 one. Yeah. Um, Christmas in July. We're going to rank. Oh, I'm putting you all on the spot here. I did not oh talk God, to you. Oh, God, no. <sighs> Look, I'm down with you. You can make us watch some movies. Krampus. I, lo- I love Krampus. I love bad movies. It sounds like a great fucking time. Uh, yeah, it was an idea. Or like next next Christmas, we could like actually uh, Krampus, The Devil Returns. Mother Krampus. Yeah, Mother Krampus. Uh, the adventure, uh, yeah, of Krampus or some shit. Yeah, dude. Um, come on. Krampus origins. Yeah, the Christmas whatever devil. I don't know, man. Oh, man, like, I don't know if that's going to work out, man. I think I'm going to be sick. Krampus the Reckoning. Krampus the Devil Returns. Yeah, there's all kinds of Krampuses, guys. Yeah, dude. I got something going on that day. I got to go pick up groceries. Well, you got months to plan. You <laughs> <write> months. <laughs> I'm giving you months in advance for yeah. you to write months out and to say how good it was in your opinion when you first watched it. Like, you ain't got to watch them all back to back to back. I'm not fortunate to do that. Yeah. Uh, you got seven, six months, bro. Yeah, it'll be a Christmas in July. Seven months. Avaganza. Six months, one movie a month, man. That's that's too much for those. I mean, and they're probably only like an hour and a half long. I mean, yeah, probably. I don't. I don't see any of them running over way longer. Okay. Okay. But hey, uh, I want to bring up uh, uh, one of our commentaries we did a long while ago for uh, Treevenge. Oh yeah, that was a long. This is a Christmas, uh, Chris, yeah. or a holiday episode. Uh, definitely need to check that out on YouTube. It's called uh, one of, around the first time, first year. Revenge. We was doing commentaries over fuck. <laughs> I got a funny story from here recently about Treevenge. So we're sitting in, the, we're out grocery shopping, running errands. My boy's in the car. He's nine, and uh, he says, "Hey, Dad." Because we're talking about Christmas movies, and we're going to watch Krampus with him uh, later this week. And uh, and he said, hey, Dad, what's that movie where the trees eat the people? <laughs> I was like, wasn't that 
wasn't there like a, a scene from a fake movie in Scrooged about that? Because I totally watched Scrooge with him last year because I'm a super responsible parent. And um, he's like, no, no, Scrooge is about the guy from Ghostbusters who has the TV show. And I was like, okay, yeah, fair. And I was like, was it Treevenge? Did I watch Treevenge with you? And he was like, yeah, that was it. It was where all the Christmas trees came to life and killed all the people. And I was like, God, I drink too much around the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Treevenge is just a short film, too. So, I mean, it's not like there's anything. It's amazing. And it's got some people from uh, uh, Trailer Park Boys in it. Yeah, it does. Hold on. And but speaking of Scrooge, I mean, I watched that as a kid and I loved it. I loved Scrooge. That was probably I, back in the day. That was my top fucking Christmas movie. Like I loved it. I finally pulled the trigger and bought the DVD this year. Like we have. Uh, fucking little plug here we have in the maryville area we have a place called the dungeon which is just chock full of dvds and games and vhs tapes and fucking big one sheet horror posters and shit the guy who runs it jason he's my buddy he fucking he's a horror guy like uh dude's fucking awesome but like i texted him i was like hey man do you have Scrooge? And he was like, yep. And I have a, like how some people have a tab at a bar. I have a tab at the fucking movie store. I'm like, put it on my fucking stack. So I've got Scrooge. I bought it this year. I'm so fucking proud. I'm so happy to have that in my collection now. Love it. That, that is a good my movie. Favorite Christmas movie. Like far none. Number what about Die Hard? Movie. It's like not even on my top 10. <laughs> Yeah, I don't consider Die Hard a have to watch around Christmas movie. Or yeah, it's that it, one that jump up Christmas movie. I don't think I've watched Die Hard in a few years. Uh, yeah, I, but I haven't really watched it in quite some time. I do enjoy Die Hard though. But yeah, speaking of movies that I enjoyed, um, I know y'all probably haven't seen it, but Alien Christmas. I talked about this months ago. Um. It's forty minutes long on uh, Netflix. I watched it, and it's a really cute Christmas movie. It has almost like a Grinch stole Christmas feel, oh, you know, heartwarming. Yeah. Uh, great for the kids. Like I'm just, yeah. it gets a little crazy at the end where there's 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 a battle. I'm probably either gonna watch that, like pro- probably gonna watch it Christmas Day. Yeah, but it's was- definitely on my list this year because. The the guys behind it are the same guys who did like was it Kehoe Brothers? Uh, I could be getting the name completely wrong. Uh, Chiyoto, director was Kyoto and the writers Keenan or it's the Kyoto Brothers. Yeah, I was close. Is that the book way off at the same time? Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, the Kyoto based on the book of the yeah is that Kyoto Bros? Yeah, and, Kyoto. Yeah. They did. Uh, they did fucking uh, Killer Crowns from Outer Space. Which I adore. Yeah, that's uh, it. Duh. Yeah, yeah, I got you now. So uh, so I'm really looking forward to watching that. I'm probably going to watch it on Christmas. Uh, work it into the lineup of... Because, of, you know, at the root of it, I'm like a lame fucking dude. So I watch... Fro- I still watch Frosty. Like, I bought Frosty on DVD. Get in there with that. Hey, that's, a gr- that's a great horror movie, too. Because that movie is actually kind of scary. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All them little claymation movies are kind of scary. Yeah, I still watch like Frosty and Rudolph and fucking dude. It's perfect. Like I was sitting there thinking, like while watching, I was like, dude, this is like perfect. Would go perfect in a rotation because of just the way it looks and and the feel of it, and it's heartwarming. You know, a little sad here. You know, like one second or two, but then it's just like, yeah, and what's this guy alien? It's got fucking yeah. alien, dude. I love it's, it. It sounds like a great time. I'm lo- really looking forward to watching it. I'll tell you another thing that's been really good, because I guess we're just talking about Christmas movies now, is, uh, is fucking Christmas Chronicles. I watched it last year. I watched it this year. I'll watch it next year. I fucking... The first one, I loved. Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. So good. The adventure. 
Like, you know, I might have cried a little bit toward the end. It's a good fucking movie. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite, like, recent Christmas movies that aren't also horror movies. You know what I'm saying? The the sequel is fine. It's fun. But, um, like, I found myself, like, while we were watching it, calling the ending to it. I was like, and this character's arc is going to be this. And this is going to happen at the end. And I fucking nailed it down. You know what I'm saying? Before... You know, like before the end of the second act, yeah, but it's uh, but it's still Kurt Russell as Santa Claus, so I can forgive all the predictability of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just me. That movie? Hmm. I'm not really interested in that movie, guys. I don't know. Like, y'all keep talking about it, like around Christmas, Christmas Chronicles is the bomb. Give it a shot, man. Seriously, I'm telling y'all that I don't care, but y'all keep bringing it up. Speaking of another holiday special, a uh, creep show. Oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. I am so glad. Like, thank you for bringing that up because I didn't even know it was a thing because I've been so disconnected lately. Like, um, I've got this, this new job where I'm, like, online all fucking day. So, like, when I fucking, when I get off work, like, I barely answer my phone. I don't want to be online. I just want to fucking play guitar and fucking just hang out and get high. And uh, so so I really appreciate you bringing this to our attention, dude, because this was so much fun. Yeah, and I, I think people posting about it, and <coughs> it was already my goal to watch this movie. You know, once I heard that it was coming out, and I think we probably, we might have talked about it months ago, maybe, I don't know, might have brought it up in passing, but it's just like, uh, I was like, man, I'm going to have to watch this, I watched all the other good shows. Oh, whoa, what? Hi! Surprise, Surprise. y'all! Surprise! Miracle! (laughs) Guess what, Angela, what we're talking about? Uh, nudity. No, we already talked about that. No, we, that, that holiday special. Oh. So well, you chime you, you in at the right time. Awesome. I have just a minute before I have to go get ready for work. <laughs> All right, so I wanted to, wanted to invite you in real quick. Uh, just Can you give us your thoughts about it? Because I know you watched it. W- watched what? The, the what? I'm sorry? The Creep Show Christmas special. Oh, no, I haven't had a chance yet. Oh. I was going to watch it tonight when I got home. Oh, okay. Well, we won't spoil it for you, but it is amazing. It's really okay. fucking good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to watch it tonight when I get off. I miss you guys. Miss you too, man. Fucking, I'm really hoping after the first of the year and shit settles down, you'll be able to. Man, I miss having you on the show so fucking much. Yeah, um, it looks like it's things are going to change. I won't bore you with the details, but I won't be probably working both my days off anymore. Just one of them when I can. So that's so amazing. Well, yeah. we all know that Angela's got bank right now because working seven days a week, twelve hours a day. Them <laughs> paychecks are fat as hell, ain't they? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, taxes are chewing a good chunk out of them as well. So sadly. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of wanted to put together maybe uh, like a top 10 of some of the favorite movies I watched this year, um, no matter if they're old or new horror movies, but just ones that I've maybe never saw before. That so. sounds good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that well, sounds well, great. That awesome. Cool. So, well, All right, okay. Well. I will uh, talk to you guys soon, and hello, everybody out there. So, uh, sorry. Sorry I've been working so much. No. <laughs> These things happen, man. These things happen. So, okay, bye. bye. Uh, okay. There you go. <laughs> the Shutter Christmas special. Robert Weston has reason to believe he might be a werewolf, but when he goes to a Shapeshifters Anonymous support group, learns that there's something far more sinister than his to worry about. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't read the the uh, uh, synopsis of this movie or the whatever. You know what I'm saying? I didn't watch the trailer. I was just like, it's a creep show holiday special and I'm watching it. You know what I mean? 
Right. And I That's kind of where I was. I was like, let's just go into it. And then my brother watched a little bit of it with me, and I didn't even know where he's going. Like, I didn't read the sign real well, I guess. And he's like, it's Shapeshifters Anonymous. <laughs> I didn't know whether uh, how the, the, the movie would turn out or the show, whatever you want to call it. Because uh, I was like, is it... Is he really a werewolf, or are these motherfuckers full of shit? You know. Yeah, it seemed yeah. kind of goofy at first. It did. It seemed really fucking goofy. And but like, like, uh, the lead actor, I was just like, where do I recognize him from? I didn't look up anybody's name though. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I did a pretty shit job on a uh, um, research. Yeah, I didn't research shit. I just watched it. And uh, I've. So. Yeah. So I don't know who played what. The, there's only one person in the cast that I know. And it was my least favorite part of the show because it was dumb. What is that? Like the, the very end where the girl makes the wish for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll I get didn't... to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I recognize him. Well, only because they said who he was. Yeah. Uh, but they... Yeah, he goes in, and he's like, I think there's something wrong. Or No, no, he said... He, they called a number, like, somebody's in the background. He's like, are you the one that sounded like a douchebag on the phone? Yes. <laughs> so... So the setup is that there's this group like Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics that Shapeshifters Anonymous is a support group for people who are therianthropes, which is like the 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 blanket term for people who turn into like animals, like where whatever. So he call he finds this secret URL on I, I would assume the deep web and calls yeah. the number for the hotline and gets the password to join the group and and it's just like a group full of shapeshifters and a furry. Yeah, <laughs> that that's, great. Great. that's why I was like, can you can you consider can you really consider her a furry because a hip hip hop a hip hip hop anonymous <laughs> yeah, it's still it's still a fursona. <laughs> Yeah, furries are um, weird, but I don't. I think that the the community is unfairly maligned for the nefarious actions of a few. It's one of those a few like one bad apple spoils the bunch kind of things. Like, um, I really do think for like furries are uh, unfairly maligned. In popular culture, uh, we're gonna get into furries. It's just people <laughs> that like to dress up. Yeah, I mean, I mean they want to be an animal, or they want to not be themselves for that. You know what I'm saying? Johnny secretly is, wants to be a, a furry. I don't like furries because they're like big stuffed animals. Yeah, stuffed so animals are cool. Kid, you know. So uh, I always wanted one that could Johnny. talk. Johnny, but I couldn't be a furry. You know why? Because it'd be too fucking hot. How the fuck do you sit in that suit? And do you know how much they pay? Dude, yeah. For those fucking fursuits? Like, yeah. that's another thing. It's like, you know, people don't understand, like, the commitment that goes into that, like, kink or hobby or whatever. Because it kind of blurs the line between kink and hobby. I don't know, dude. Like, there's probably some communities that are, but. There's probably the majority of them aren't. You know, it's something to they can dress up and no one judges them in that community. Yeah, you get to completely escape. You can be totally anonymous if you wanted to. Like, you wouldn't even have to show your face. You wouldn't have to tell them your real name. Stop, Tucker. Sorry, Tucker's messing with the wire. Stop. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, speaking of furries, my little furry bundle of joy, Tucker. Anyway, so a creep show. Yeah, I don't know how you'd be a, a furry hippopotamus. I don't know what that would look like. I don't know what that would look like. And then you got the silent guy that just sits there. 
and doesn't say nothing, and he's a big buff dude. He kind of reminded me, like, I didn't take the time to look up on IMDb. I can't find anything on it, so. But he reminds me of Full from Night Court. I can say that. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that real fucking just stoic, fucking big bruiser kind of look to him. Like he was in, like, the 300 or something. Yeah. Like, he looks like he'd beat you to death and not break a sweat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. His name was Derek Russo. Derek Russo. I feel like I know that name from somewhere. Probably the master in Jumanji Next Level. Oh, yeah? Was he in anything else? Because I feel like there's a lot of people, like, he's been in several things where I'm like, holy shit, is that bull? And it's not. Not but the main character was in um, the Mindy Project. If you watched it, I, I, I did what, what, not. My wife did though, and she said it was a good show. Yeah, um, but, he is, uh, I don't know how many episodes, but he was in Cobra Kai. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he's in the new season. Uh, but he, they, it takes a twist. Like it's weird. It was weird. You know what I'm saying? It's like because it's not a holiday themed episode. So are we going into spoiler territory on this? Yeah, man. But uh, I got a first question though. Did you think the kid was going to eat the shit? Yes, I did. You see how far he he just like threw it at the end of the table towards the kids. Like disappointed that he didn't. Kids like ooh Snickers. Yeah, I was like, man, I was, but I I think that was the whole purpose. Hey, they ha- he had it in that new Tupperware, like you got Johnny that you can. Yeah, dude, they they used yeah. to rubber made Tupperware. I wonder if Rubber made paid to be on there. That's but, that good. That's that good Tupperware. That's that fancy shit. Just so we're clear, uh, he started shit buttons and zippers in pieces of fabric. He went to the doctor about it, and he carried. He wanted a stool sample, and this motherfucker carried it in a Tupperware dish. You know, like you carry your lunch into, like I do, or used to on a daily basis. Stop, Tucker. <laughs> My cat is really getting to me today. Uh, and, uh, but it was Rubbermaid brand. I know the fucking brand. Yeah. And it was container just, red lid. It just out and open, clear. Yeah. Like, it's like, dude, why don't you put that in the bag, bro? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, brown bag that shit. Because, like, I know I would be embarrassed to have that, and I would do anything in the world to, like, not let people know I was carrying a bowl full of shit. And it was, like, the solid, like, log chocolate Tootsie Roll-looking, like, brownie shit. Like, you know, they probably made it out of brownie is what I imagine, like, formed it. But that's why I was expecting when they were in the doctor's office for the kid to eat it. So. I was because he like just so we know he to to fill out his doctor's office paperwork he just tosses his bowl on the table and then yeah. slides over to this annoying ass kid and I'm just waiting on him to reach over there and grab a chunk of it like it's a brownie or Christmas fudge or something and just fucking nom down on it but he doesn't and I was mildly disappointed but at the same time I'm like good job for not taking the obvious shit joke. Yeah. I guess that was the point of it, too. And uh, that's what made it a little little odd because, you know, you're, you got, like you said, you got a poop joke in it, first off. Like, yeah. the beginning of the movie, or the, the show, the short, whatever you want. I don't know fucking what you call this. Or I, I keep fucking that up. But, uh, and they just move along and telling their stories. <laughs> One of them's a turtle, a were turtle, tortoise, a were tortoise. But he's an ex brain. So you know when when I when he said that, I immediately thought he was he was just gonna turn into one of them real slow ones, just just like you know, just a normal tortoise. I feel like his entire character was like, especially later in the show, was totally a Ninja Turtles nod. That's because, what I was thinking when I, when I saw him transform. I'm like, that's yeah, a fucking Ninja Turtle. Uh, yeah, he's not a were tortoise. He's a fucking Ninja Turtle. He's a Ninja Turtle because he's a badass. He's all with the fucking fighty fighty and the punchy punchy. 
Because yeah. they ask me, he's like, so do you go around and kill people? He goes, no, I just sit in my house and eat lettuce. <laughs> is it evil? <laughs> so I thought you said everyone eat uh, kills the evil people or something. He's like, no, we're not all carnivores. Yeah, because there's, okay, like the head of the group is this school teacher who's a were cheetah who like for my money gets hotter and hotter as the episode like as the special goes along because it's like oh this lame ass bitch and by the end of it it's like god she's sexy you know because she's like a she's a were cheetah and she eats people that pisses her off yeah. and she's kind of the she's kind of like she gives all the exposition behind being a shapeshifter and stuff through like this really natural conversation with the main character. So like they do an expedition dump early in the episode, but it doesn't feel like one. It feels like a really natural conversation, which is really nice because like, you know, you get spoon fed a lot of expo exposition in Move in, in shows and in movies where it's like, as you know, you know, like I hate that fucking line, but anyway, so she's like this, she's kind of adorkable, but as she like starts to show her, her primal fucking man eating, like, uh, like how she's embraced her where she decides and how she's embraced her inner predator. I don't know. I think she gets a little sexier as she goes. It's like everything she was saying was like very, just like the fuck. She's trying to fuck, dude. Oh yeah, she was giving him the fuck me eyes from like from the jump. But uh, she she does talk about how like shape shifters from werewolves to were cheetahs to werebores or whatever. They they like they tend to like eating evil people because it tastes better which leads to this joke where it's like oh you know I just like you know turn into a man sized turtle and eat lettuce it's like is it evil lettuce yeah is evil yeah cause dude still don't believe him he's just uh, he, he's like what the fuck have I wandered into I was wondering the same thing I was just thinking cause like I said I didn't read anything up on it and I was just like dude how are they going to twist this? And then the Book of Bob comes out. Oh, God, the Book of Bob. When I saw that, I was like, Bob really was in... <laughs> so there's like, there's, like, actual historical precedent, precedent to this. Okay? Um, excuse me while I get my nerd on. Um, okay, so, like, the definitive version of the Bible that we have in the modern times is the King James Bible. That's because I believe it was the, the Council of Nicaea who, and I could be wrong, because there was two different major council, councils, and Nicaea is the one that I remember. But what they did is they sat down with King James and they went through all these books, okay? And um, they kind of, because there were like a lot of separate, there were a lot of writings that connected to the life and, and, and doings of Jesus Christ that were in the Bible that they excised for one reason or another. This has led to like, the Angels and Demons, Dan Brown, Scion shit, and a lot of other things, because they sat down and they kind of went through all the information they had, and they um, they edited out, like, whole books of yep. the Bible. Um, and it's basically the King James, which people think of as the, like, the infallible word of God, King James is like, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church and King, the King James Bible was the end all be all. And what it was, it came from a council where they sat down and they decided what goes into the Bible and what doesn't. So like the apocryphal books, if you've never read the apocryphal books of the Bible, 
especially if you were in the faith, check them out. Because there's unicorns, there's dragons, there's fucking basilisks. There's all kinds of fucking crazy stories in these apocryphal books. And, I mean, it stands to reason the book of Bob, I mean, maybe by a different name, was in there and featured all the crazy shit they're talking about. Because the apocryphal books do contain some crazy shit. I just think the name of Bob is just... It was funny to me. It's like, yeah, it's just really generic. Yeah, it's I, kind of like the book of Rufus. If you've ever seen Dogma, you know Rufus, the Thirteenth Apostle. They cut him out because he's black. Yeah. But yeah, the book of Bob comes out, and they they tell the history of the first werewolf because they realize that he's a werewolf after uh, putting wolf bane, uh, wolf spain on him. And it explodes. Yeah, I was like, why don't they just put Wolf Spain? Because she gives him a cat, hoping that he's a a were cheetah or were cat, some sort of. So she, you know, she can get her cat on. And so he's the first uh, werewolf Bob is, or I don't. I got lost in it. Um, Bob, was it Bob? Was his name Bob? Yeah, Bob. Yeah. God gave him Bob, the power Bob, to go Bob, eat Bob, bad Bob, people, Bob. to go kill bad people, but Bob took too much pride into it. Therefore, God gave Santa Claus. Well, he gave St. Nicholas. Yeah. Uh, and St. Nicholas couldn't beat him, so he went to Lucifer That's it, for yeah. power. And he gave him these eagle talon-shaped weapons called Satan's Claws. And over the years, it turned into Santa Claus. Yeah. So in this this apocryphal book of the Bible, it discusses Santa Claus and werewolves. So that's awesome. Yeah. So that's how it, it changes to where uh, Santa Claus or Saint Nick is coming after the, the what's it called shapeshifters or whatever the technical term is. Do you know uh, who plays? Uh, I think who plays Santa. I believe it's Greg Nicotero's brother. Frank Nicotero. I don't know who that is, so. Greg Nicotero is who directed this. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. He's a great, uh, a big special effects makeup icon in special effects makeup. St. Nicholas looked badass. Uh, but they, once they get learned that, then uh, they realize that they're under attack somehow. Like they have cameras set up everywhere and the alarms go off and they set up shop to defend their place. Yeah. Okay. That's a great next to Cool. But yeah. Yeah, they, they set up shop to, uh, to stop the attack. And it's just all the people that you see around dressed up in, in Santa Claus outfits taking money. Yeah, they're actually they're actually warriors trying to stop the the the, the shapeshifters. And and when they when they bust into the meeting, that shit like my inner gun gun nerd got overrode by how fucking cool it was because like the shots weren't loud enough. It was like they were using like like the sound effects they used were like. Sounded like actual suppressed weapons. There are no suppressors in play. But they just fucking, man, they backed up to the back of the room and just started laying motherfuckers down. It was so cool. And I'd like to throw in that Richard, uh, the guy who looked like Bull, just sat there, stoic as fuck through the whole thing. Didn't move a muscle. Was just like, you know, handle up. Yeah, yeah. They lay down. They killed all the uh, the, I guess Santa's army people, and and then Bob's it's not over or whatever his fucking name was. Yeah, Richard. Richard, it's not over. And then he just points at the camera, and they hear the jingling, and they see the sleigh go by, and. Then, of course, he starts speaking. He's got this, you know, liquid or drink, potion that they can drink to keep their powers. And 
or to change anytime they wanted to, but they can have their same uh, human minds. And I think what the skit like Santa Claus comes, you know what I'm saying? And he's got his little spinny willy knives on his hand. I will say that A, I called Richard's true identity from about the time he started talking. Yeah, it was kind of like Bob. Yeah, it's like he's either Bob or descendant thereof. You know, but it doesn't matter because when Santa comes in, Santa's like this tall. He's probably like what, seven and a half, eight feet tall? Yeah. He's just a fucking monster. And he's got these blades on his hands. They're like eagle talons. But they spin almost like he's a transformer or something. At the ends of his head. Like, he doesn't have hands. He just has these big blades. And we get introduced to him. He comes in. He ducks through the door. And he stands up. And he fucking... And one of his helpers is there on the floor. Like, he's been plugged real good. Like, he's mortally wounded. He's like... You know, Santa, I've been wounded. Help me, help me. And old Saint Nick reaches over with his fucking giant. Like, I'm like, these blades are like a foot long. He just reaches over and tears homeboy's head clean the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Like, that lets you know in the first, like, without extra exposition or anything else, that lets you know that Santa in this fucking story is a bad motherfucker. He, he, like, no quarter given, no quarter asked. He fucking, he, like, he saw the weakness in his follower, and he ended him. You know what I'm saying? This is a fucking, like, warlord. You know what I'm saying? So Santa comes in, and he's bad as fuck. And then he's, like, slick mouth too. He's, like, talking shit to everybody. He's like, oh, you're such and such and blah, 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 and you're on my list. And you're such and such and blah, blah, blah. And you're on my list. You know? Hey, did you notice, though, his, uh, his, uh, what is it, his, his claws or whatever? Yeah. It almost looked like they were just, uh, a weapon slid onto his arms. So you think that they, they were that or it just, you could, uh, you couldn't help. Well, I was hoping that they were because, uh, how are you going to fly a sleigh with them motherfuckers? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they are just something like that hands hands into, you know, because I because I mean, like, he's also got to live a life, you know. That's what I was thinking. Dude, he would shred his own stuff if he went to piss. Oh yeah, wiping his ass would be a nightmare. How the fuck's he getting out of the suit? Yeah. How are you driving that sleigh? How are you not? Because these 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 blades are capable of, like, severing a human head in the blink of an eye. How are you holding the reins with those? Them reins will be shredded. So they've got to, like, mechanical weapons that he just, like, reaches in. It's like a Gundam. He just reaches in and grabs a hold of Yeah, Like you said, he keeps talking shit, and then Bob is like, starts talking to him, and he's like, I recognize that voice. It's like, you should. He drinks his little potion. No, he don't. He don't drink no potion. He just turns. Yeah, he's like you. No, when he turns around, when he turns his back to him, you see him. It looked like he. Yeah, like oh, okay. looked like he drank his potion. I don't know. I took it as he did, but I could be wrong because he turned his back to him. Okay, you know? right. I thought he did, but anyways, uh, he turned this big ass fucking werewolf. Yeah, dude, and like, kudos, you can motherfucker, man. Kudos to everybody, like all the decision makers behind this show, for making it a puppet. It wasn't like a CGI werewolf. Nope. It was like a big fucking animatronic puppet, and I love it. That's what I thought when I saw it. I was like, man, this looks like something you go through a haunted house and would see. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. It wasn't like super great, but the fact that they didn't just decide to CGI this fucking werewolf in, yeah, like is like. But to me, it, it felt the same way as uh, oh, fuck. What's the creep show guy's name? The 
The, the creeper? creeper? Yeah, the creeper. Is that his name? Or maybe it's yeah. just creep. Yeah, like I wasn't 100% sure if it's the creep or what, but it looked like, you know, in that same form, because you see how he is on the show. Yeah. You know, that, that puppet or whatever you want to call it. And it really wasn't no different. But yeah, and he's talking shit to Bob. I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going to da 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 da. And Hippopotamus Girl just cuts his fucking head off. I get. Where did she get the weapon? She what had it when she was that? killing the other. Uh, the she got the, it. Got it in. Yeah, when yeah. he was talking to her and he asked what, or uh, she asked, "Are you? Uh, am I on your list?" She was hoping that she was it a scythe or sleep. What is it called? Well, it was like a. It was. I don't know, man. It was like a scythe. Where between scythe and a spear? Because it, it had is. a long blade with a cutting edge on it, but it wasn't hooked like a scythe. Yeah, uh, true. I don't know. But but, yeah. time, until she ran up and attacked him, I'm like, okay, because I like I spent a lot of hours playing World of Warcraft, okay? And I know how this shit works. So apparently, you know, obviously, I mean, Bob is your tank. He could take the most damage. He's one of the most powerful members of the party. He's got Santa's focus all on him. Like, any damage that Santa deals is coming to Bob. So you've got the entire party, which is everybody else at the meeting, who could attack right then. But they didn't, because, you know, they'd have his back. He was completely undefended um, from, from behind because there were no additional mobs. It was just, it was just the tank and Santa. And I was like, I was screaming, I was like a tank. I was like, attack, your tank has the fucking, yeah, that's what it, the boss's aggro. What are y'all doing? I was like, rush him. And I I feel like it was unspoken and maybe unthought about, but it's it's almost like the girl who was a furry was the only one who understood this kind of, like, boss fight. The only one who understood that, okay, your tank has the aggro, fucking rush up and deal damage. And and I'm I'm screaming at the TV when fucking head head falls the fuck off. <laughs> you know, because I just kind of assumed that if you're a furry, you're also kind of a nerd. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, a nerd in at least one way. I mean. Yeah, at least one way. And I mean, you know, it's not a huge jump between like. Nerd and playing like World of Warcraft, for ex- for example, yeah. where like I get my, you know, like uh, party battle knowledge from or whatever. You know what I'm saying. So you got your tank, and your tank's taking the aggro, and then you just fucking burn until you don't. You know, you work your rotation, you burn on this fucking on the boss until either you accidentally pull aggro away from your tank or more ads pop up and then she just comes up and fucking lops his head off because she was so butthurt because she wasn't on his list of therianthropes because she in her heart in her heart of hearts she was a shapeshifter you know what i'm saying she was a fucking were hippo in her heart of and that's, and that's what she asked and uh because the bob was like well Y'all can change whenever y'all want to and still have your uh, mental capacity as a human. And she's like, what about me, Bob? Can I be a, a hippo? I've always wanted to be a hippo. And she, he's like, I'll turn you into a werewolf. And he's like, but that's what these all people have offered me. I don't want that. He's like, well, sit on Santa's lap. He might still have a little bit of magic. You know, I was, I was really hoping that she would change it to a hippo because I wanted to see what that would look like. Me too. Yeah. I was hoping against hope for a were hippo. And she made that fucking wish. She did not wish to be a hippo. Nope. She wished for was it Lil Yachty for, or something like for that? For a little Yachty and a bunch of money. And a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Which I mean also if you've oh. got one wish. And it's either to become a fucking therianthrope for real or be stupid rich 
and get to spend one night of passion with your celebrity crush, which one are you choosing? <laughs> Simple. I'm becoming a hippo. I'm, I'm a vampire, man. I don't know. If you become a vampire, you could be rich. I can live forever, and I can take be. the money. So you just yeah. don't take the because you don't really have. I don't think I've but ever seen a, about vampire. Being a vampire though. So, anyways, yeah. So that's how it ended, and all of them stood around confused, looking like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Is like, I was really into this. I loved every minute of this. The transformations were good. I feel like was that CGI in the fucking the tortoise transformation? Maybe. Probably. Maybe. It could have been CGI. It could have been just some weird like old school camera effect, but everything else was practical. It was it was really well shot. All the practical effects were good. Like all the characters were good. I was really into the story. And then at the end we had a celebrity br- appearance from Lil Yachty and even the boar dude, the werebore, which I like, I really like that character. He was like, holy shit, it's Lil Yachty. <laughs> like, to let everybody know, like, in the audience who doesn't give a shit about mumble rap, that, hey, this is a celebrity cameo. Check this yeah. out. Look, everybody, look at our celebrity cameo. And, like, I was... I was like in love with this episode of Freak Show until then. And like the ending is so fucking stupid. But at the same time, it's like, it's kind of funny. I kind yeah, of love you had it. to end it. So, yeah. So she, her wish, instead of sitting on Santa's lap and asking to be aware of him, she apparently asked for Lil Yachty, who is a, for, for those uninitiated, because I know. The person I watched it with didn't have any idea who he was. He's a mumble rapper. He's like extremely successful as a mumble rapper. And he's like hella rich. And he's all grilled out and shit. And so she wished apparently for this dude to come and just fucking dick her down for one whole night and give her a hundred million dollars. You know that for a fact. Well, I mean, her wish came true. What, that he showed up, but... He showed up. He he showed up and was like, I'm here for you. Let's go make love until the fucking break of dawn. This is in your own mind. But <laughs> She said it, though. Made up this whole scenario. But first, let's stop by the bank and get you $100 million. <laughs> you made up that. So, I, yeah. Yeah, it's not like... Like explained in exposition, but you yeah. this is what she actually wished for giving up the chance to be a were hippo to be dumb rich, like a hundred million dollars. Fuck, that's fuck you money for the rest of your goddamn That's fuck you money until your family mine, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and getting so, picked down by your favorite rap. So, go check this out if you. Well, I mean, it's out. You should have probably already went checked it out before we talked about it. Out. I mean, like we gave spoilers, but there's a lot to really enjoy. And uh, movie of the week. We got a question from Craig. Appreciate the question, uh, Craig. What do you guys think of the Bruce Lee controversy in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? To- Looking at it, I guess the controversy was that Bruce Lee, um, the the character in the movie was bested by Cliff and it put a tarnish on Bruce Lee's uh, character or, you know, life story. Like he could be beat by a stuntman. Yeah, I guess. But I, I think it was, I don't know. I didn't really like that part of it, but daddy liked the movie way more than I did. So I, I really, I, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, Me too. Like, the thing is, is, like, going back to, like, not even Tarantino, but just going back in Brad Pitt's catalog to uh, Snatch, I love seeing Brad Pitt kick the shit out of people. 
Like I'm uh, in 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 further back to Fight Club. Like I'm a I I love Brad Pitt and I love seeing him kick the shit out of people on screen. So when that fight came around in uh in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm like hell fucking yeah, dude. Whoop that dude's ass because you you know how it is when you know you could fucking annihilate somebody and they're just like peacocking and yeah. you're just like like dude I could fucking clean the well, floor. I don't, I don't know that because I can't yeah, but yeah. So. Like I could beat you unconscious <laughs> and fucking and, and, and yeah. I guess that that too though, with that being said, Cliff was supposed to be a badass. And it, I don't think it was much as to tarnish Bruce Lee and his legacy, but as it was to boost Cliff in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so, to show how fucking, how badass, yeah, badass he could beat, of dude that dude He could was. beat Bruce Lee. Like, if yeah. Cliff was a real guy, if he was real, it's a fucking movie. Yeah. You know, even though they're portraying people that were real, that, you know, actually lived. Uh, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't keep tabs on this movie, to be honest. I just recently yeah. watched it in the last week, and I wasn't thoroughly impressed. I don't know. Yeah. It had it been was... out for over a year when I finally watched it, and the only reason I finally watched it because I realized that I had bought it on Prime when it like first came out. Oh, and well, just hadn't got around to like committing almost three hours to watch the movie. Yeah. So, like, I thoroughly enjoyed it because, like, I am, like, I love Tarantino and I love Brad Pitt and I love Leonardo DiCaprio. And, like, seeing all of them work together was such a joy to me. And I, and I, like, I'm really interested in the Manson family and the Manson murders. So, to me, it was like it was like a lot of my interests intersecting, but like the most egregious thing for me in that movie was the reimagining of the Tate murders. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's I, one. That's I, what I it, even thought of. Like this is supposed to be Bruce Lee, or, or like you know the controversy there. It was just like. It was Brad Pitt as Cliff Booth whooping somebody's ass. And that's something I can always get behind. Whether he's Cliff Booth or Tyler Durden or whoever he plays. Or what's that fucking... uh, The Pikey from Snatch where he's just a bad motherfucker. Like, dude, watching, watching Brad Pitt whoop somebody's ass just quick and dirty is always fun for me. And also, like, uh, uh, looking through an article, it's like, this is how Cliff remembers it. It's not like it was fact. It was him telling a story. Like, it's his memory. So you always boost everything in your own mind. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, like, the fish was really this big, but really this big. Yeah. Like, with the controversy, Get over yourself. Bruce Lee might have been an awesome martial artist, and you know he broke grounds with being an Asian and back in that time and movies and TV shows. But still, people can reference him in movies, and you shouldn't get mad that he lost a fight in a fucking movie. He like have a stroke in his mistress's house. I don't know about cheating on his fucking wife or something. I don't don't know. Like I I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Like, hate me if you want to. I could be completely wrong. Man. I don't, I don't want to get into that, but I'm saying, like, it's a movie. Like, yeah. move on. Like, this movie's not going to tarnish his legacy because you know why? Because it was a movie. Because Bruce Lee is a not fucking... real. Yeah. Like, Bruce Lee was hated from the beginning. When he, when he came to America and started teaching Americans the art that he taught them... His fucking, his native countrymen were like, "You're a bitch." Yeah, you're gonna wait for taking this off this fucking out of our traditional homeland. Japan was she Japanese? Was she Chinese? I don't remember. Um, 
but out of our traditional area of our own indigenous martial art, and you're taking it over to America and showing white people this shit, fuck you, you're a bitch. You know what I'm saying? He was disowned by, like, members of his own martial arts community. Like, like he was hated there, and, like, he's been hated on forever. But the, the fact is that Bruce Lee is a bad motherfucker, and he's, like, a, a legend. So yeah. this, I don't believe that this movie from an auteur director, Quentin Tarantino, is going to tarnish his uh, legacy. I mean, you, can't, you can't platinum doesn't doesn't tarnish, dude. And uh, Lee is a hero. And as we're talking about legacies and 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 things that will last on forever, Krampus, 2015 movie, will for the movie of the week. Movie of the week. Oh, thank God! I forgot we were supposed to talk about this movie. Yeah, you just come <laughs> on, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, real quick, real quick before we go, uh, Craig just wants to say uh, he just listened to the last conversation of his question. Thanks for the thoughtful answers. Oh, you're very welcome, sir. Um, but, uh, but Krampus, Krampus uh, 2015 for the fifth time. Jesus, a boy who, who has a bad Christmas. Real Y'all quick, realize that we just come back after like three months of not doing the Horror Basement podcast, and y'all dragged this shit out. I'm sorry. I'm hammered. This ball is... Has, shut up. <laughs> a boy who has a bad Christmas accidentally summons a fested demon to his family home. So this was from 2015, and uh, it's 98 minutes. This was going to be the movie of the week, but hey, this is a movie that should be played by everybody on Christmas. Hey, you know what? I and guess for I think uh, they should have a 24-hour special, just like this shirt that I'm wearing, a Christmas yeah. movie, and it should it's just Christmas play Christmas. on the background for 24 hours at everybody's house. It's a good movie. It's funny and. Uh, it was funny. Hey, if you go by IMDb, this is not a, a horror. This is not a Christmas horror. This is a comedy drama fantasy. Oh, bullshit. You can try to make it into a comedy drama fantasy, but there's, it's, I wouldn't consider it a drama at all. I guess there's drama in the family, but... I guess so, yeah. Like, guys I swinging a fucking chain kidnapping children and eating them with toys like toys are fucking trying to murder you it's it's amazing it's it's the same director who did trick or treat so if you love sam and you haven't seen this for some stupid fucking reason go watch krampus it's the first time i ever watched krampus so exactly you're welcome and it, yeah, and it's really good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not going to break it down. I don't think we need to. We broke down a creep show that I thought was going to be real quick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, is on a. <laughs> so your thoughts? Uh, Krampus is really good. Uh, Krampus is yeah. really. And also, before we get out of here, I want to say that 2000. What was it? 2005, 2015. Anyway, anyway, this movie brought Krampus to America because people weren't like knowledgeable of Krampus. Like I work with, um, I love my team that I work with, but they're very like normal ish people. And like, like a lot of people don't understand or know about Krampus. So like, this brought this awesome depth of folklore to America and introduced it to American audiences, horror fans especially. Like, Where did it originate from? Krampus. It's a Germanic thing. Like, dude, in, like, Europe, they still have Krampusnacht. It's Krampus's night. And they have parades where people dress up as Krampus. And Krampus would put your bad kid in a bag and beat him with sticks and shit until he was better. 
<laughs> like, love, like, I hate every character in this movie. There is not a character in this movie that I don't want to see die. I understand there's a baby in the movie, and I don't fucking care. I want everybody in this movie to die, and I love this movie so much. So if you're, if you for some, some reason haven't seen Krampus, and you're looking for something to watch this Christmas season, please, for the love of God, go watch Krampus. It's so fucking good. Mike Daugherty is an amazing director. It's like, it's, it's fucking every Christmas movie you've ever seen. It's, it's Gremlins. It's Evil Dead. And it, it's PG-13, so you can watch it with your kids. There's not a lot of gore. There's no titties. There's no nudity. There's no sex. It's just to me fun. That's to me, the guy. It should be, uh, he played Krampus, be, by the way. Oh, cool. Also, the Krampus. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're not watching video, that was Luke Hawker. That's who played Krampus. So, oh, Jim Jam. Yeti, what was you saying uh-huh. about the costume or the the Krampus? But, the design is really cool. It's very scary. Yeah. Uh. Like I said, it should be a 24-hour thing. Put it in the background as people sit and open presents and celebrate Christmas. And you know, it should I be up say, there Christmas story. I want to say know. that this movie actually got me in the Christmas spirit. I'm telling you, though. I'm telling you. I put it off for so long to watch this movie because I, you know, I was stuck in my head about the PG-13 shit. I don't know why. You're... I don't know. I love this movie so fucking much. It was actually enjoyable, and my daughter has seen this movie 15 times, I think, or more. Seriously, if you listen to this song, thank you so much. I hope you have a, a great Christmas, and uh... yeah, thank y'all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Whatever you're celebrating this time of year, I hope it's really good. Especially at the end of 2020. Be safe. Be happy. Love those who are around you. Thank you so much for sticking with us through this year. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And uh, I guess that's all we got, y'all. We out. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey, Spooky. Okay. Try not to be an asshole. Now it's time to say goodbye to the basement guys again. They would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. Y'all invited back next week to this locality. Have a heap and helping of their hospitality. Or that is spooks and spells. Take your shirt off. Y'all come back now. Here?